0: Hi guys, this is Chris Long, I'm Gerald Sibone. Marcus Hoodgame.
1: i Dave Lucas. I'm
2: Glenn Luvens. I'm Daniel Piglio.
0: And I love listening to
2: Wednesday Teledi
3: podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode. Uh, Jamie, how are you, mate? You alright? Yeah, not a bad bit. Good, good. I saw your Instagram story the other day um, from uh, Bongo Bingo. Bingo Bongos, Bongo Bingos, whatever it's called.
4: It's very good
3: isn't it. It's very yeah, good. It looks amazing. <coughs> um I you can't yeah. be doing I bet you can't wait to. To get started with that, can you?
4: I actually can't. Like, I really, really can't. The, the only thing, like, you know, tonight we're doing this podcast. Like, I'm speaking to you, and obviously, it's bank holiday Sunday, you've got kids. It's different for me. I need to go out, and I need to have pints and like do loads of tricks and stuff in front of people. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm like today. I thought, right, i stuff it. I'm just going to stay in the house, and I'm going to do this podcast so, so, that I, so that I can't go out. So anyway, I'm just starting with Budweiser as usual.
3: Today's episode is again something a bit something a bit different. Now we we're joined by Graham, Quentin, and uh, and Andy, uh, fans of the uh, of the podcast. I'm just gonna be listening to some some stories that uh, people have got, funny stories, memories, things like that. Obviously, you no know, football to uh, to talk about at, at the moment. But we thought we would just you know get a few people on and uh, and just see what uh, I've said, relive some of those uh, those good times or. Or even just, I said, funny, funny moments that you've uh, that you've all got. Now, um, obviously, I just want to thank everyone. Well, thank you three that uh, for coming on. Obviously, uh, we do really appreciate you know you uh, spending your Sunday evening uh, talking to me and Jamie. So, uh, but first of all, before, you know, before we kick keep things off. Jamie, I know you've got some uh, brilliant stories to tell. Do you want to go first, Jamie? you want to just tell one of your um, uh, your stories?
4: Well, everyone that's listening now, I just said to James, I I, I can't tell this because I've already told it. And he was like, no, nah, we didn't. Just say it again, so I will. It, it was the best story ever, but it, it Millwall one or just Brown at Hillsborough? I think Millwall. Yeah? Right. yeah. So, the second ever away game, I used to go on, coach me at Lepidus Lane, whoever it is, outside, outside Berries, 15-year-old, and obviously, I'm, we're going to Millwall, so I, I think, I don't know where it went, I think I got in touch with these these kids on Facebook to get a fake Stone Island jumper, because obviously I'm going to I'm 15 and I'm going to Millwall, so <laughs> I've got this jump, got this jumper we're on coach, and I'm sat on coach, and, and on the coach, they're going, right, is everyone ready? Yeah, 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 right. two twenty one. start playing bingo on Wednesday coach, and so I'm going, what the, what's going on here? I'm 15, I'm, I've got Stone Island jumper, on, I'm way too cool to be playing bingo on a Wednesday coach, you know what I mean?
3: Well, this official, official coach?
4: Yeah, I'm an official coach. So anyway the playing bingo whatever. I'm like god I hope it kicks off in a bit so I can definitely shit myself do you know what I any mean? anyway we get to Millwall and it was that game I don't know whether you any of you like like Quentin Graham Andy if you remember it but it was the best away way you can I'm well I will explain it so we nil nil um all then Millwall fans you know what they're known for whether they're sat in corner so I'm sat right literally you can't get any closer to them but you can't you can't get to each other because it's high and Unless you, unless you can unless you're Superman, you can get to it. Anyway, I'm Sound Edge, and all they're doing is staring at us, staring at fans. They're all like that, like like imagining films and that. Where they're just stood staring, they don't look at pitch once. Like they literally didn't give a fuck about football. Anyway, the staring is, and and they're all way through, like with that. Which stone and jumping, hey, Dickers, Dickers, I'm trying to cover my face. But anyway, they scored. So I think it was Lucas. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it might have been David Lucas. Keeper got injured, so yeah, Lee Lucas, Bullen, yeah. it. Bullen went in there. Lee Bull went straight in net and straight from that corner they scored. So they scored. These Obviously, you can imagine what they were like. These new old fans are going mad and fucking nana whatever. And they're absolutely skitzers. <laughs> While they're going skitzers, I literally, well, my mate at the time went to me, look, 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 look. Because it had been cancelled for offside or something, like or for foul or something. So then I've looked at pitch, as we've looked at pitch Wednesday, then on the tight. And you couldn't write it. we on the tight, because the Frankie Simmer car side area. You couldn't see that far away. Miles away, so you're watching this big screen. Well, I said big screen, it was like a TV, but that small. So you watch this big screen, you just see Frankie Simic fluff it. And then it somehow rolls it in there. Like, he just it hits Keeper's back, comes back out. I don't know. It went in. So we've gone from 30 seconds dealing with all like, like, that. No, I'm not looking at him. I'm not looking at him. To then 30 seconds later, just like, I don't know. I literally, I just. I can't remember what I did. I, I can remember ripping stuff like what I had on. And I just went mad. I just went absolutely mad, as you can imagine. Anyway, so I'm there. I'm going, going mad at these Millwall fans. And, um, after match, this one fanny keeps nice to me, look at me with you the yeah, we are you and all this. I'm I'm going, I'm 15, I'm 15. I'm shouting, shouting to him, I'm 15, you're odd, aren't you? You're odd. Oh, but then turning around like, out, with still an island badge online. Anyway, <laughs> after match, when you come out, we sat on coach and literally just got back on coach, right? Well, we'll get bingo going again. When we're on way maybe... <laughs> like I'm still too hard to play bingo and thinking you know what I mean. <laughs> so we sat on coach, as we sat on coach, we come out. That guy literally we pulled it next to traffic light, the guy that's going, Oh, this people." I'm like something coach in window, window seat, and I went shit, shit, and I've got like, just covering my face, covering my face. And then the other side of the coach a Brick just comes straight from the window, just smashes window and they're just bricking us all the way over. But that's my that's my little story about my first well second away game. Has anyone else been
3: that- has anyone else been to uh, Millwall? No. Nah. Uh, no, nah. not hard enough. <laughs> I must admit, I'm gonna I must admit, it's not one that really just because just they're all aggro and whatever It's not one that kind of sticks out as one that I'm thinking, you know what, I'm definitely going to go to Millwall. But yeah, we, but, yeah but you know,
4: you know, like when you hear what fans are like, like how many times have you heard, right? So on a Tuesday night or whatever, that they, have played, I don't know, any team, Wigan, whatever, whatever they've played, and then loads of Wigan fans have got knocked out and they're in hospital. It do not happen. It yeah, they, we know what they like, but. It's just like, it's that like Green Street sort of thing, isn't it? Like everyone's perception. Rate. It's not It's not that they wouldn't actually fight, but it's just not, it do not happen, does it? Not when you're playing fucking bingo on a coach <laughs> trying to choose it nearly did to
3: us. Yeah, you need to, you need to go on uh, park itself, coaches. That's where. That's what I used to wear. Uh, yeah, Mark. Mark yeah. Marsland. Yeah, set I, off at 8 in the
4: morning. Set off at 8 in the morning. Mate, like
3: to go to Alden. Set no, off at eight wait, morning. No, to to I can beat that one. 8 o'clock in the morning, is? Barnsley away. No, no joke, eight o'clock, all waiting outside, eight o'clock, got to Barnes at about, what, ten past eight, I think it were. <laughs> straight, straight. Mark, straight
4: Mark, are always more pissed than anyone else. I don't so you've know got else. Mark, you've got Mad Mark, who's just his fucking life and soul, of like the, and then you've got Shannon, his son just there going like doing you complete polar opposite, aren't you? Like, it's very embarrassing. You're I like, you like, West Coach Driver now, after match after whatever match you've been to, West Coach Driver now, he's, he's in some pub somewhere, pissed, and we're all just getting up coach back, like...
3: Yeah, I know. When you think back to it, you think it, like really having like four and five pints and you, and then just getting on fifty-two seat coach and just driving it back from wherever it, wherever it been. You think to like <laughs> if you think well, this back, is you why think, I, is that what we run about
4: League One? This is why I love it. Like thinking about it now because all these memories and the best days, all them away, Wigan away, like well, else, like, exit to all these shit teams away in League One that we went to, and yeah, we got beat a few times, like exit to five one or whatever, but. We, we won a lot of them. you know what I mean? So we'd go there, we'd have more away fans, we'd get pissed all day. We'd, it, just, it was the class, it was yeah. proper class. We'd go like, nah, playing in the Championship. Obviously, we've been in COVID, but you're travelling down to Fulham, like a four hour drive, great right nightmare to get to, getting beat 4 0 and then go, going home in your relegation. Do you know what I mean? At least we can actually, next season, even if we finish 21st. We'll still have one more than this season.
3: It's not only that; it's the, I think the grounds in uh, in League One they have more character, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Like the, these new grounds, uh, you know, Middlesbrough and um, can't think of like Derby as well. They all look the same, don't they? And just a bit, just a bit naff. But uh, you said that Quentin got a good story, so I'm, I'm itching to hear it. I'm sure everyone else is. So go on then, Quentin.
0: Right, hey, before I start off, I just want to give a big shout out to you. It's brilliant what you're doing here with this podcast and that i'd be loving it good stuff thank you very much thank yeah, you very cheers,
3: much mate. thank you for that
0: no problem right uh 1979 you been back some years you can't remember <laughs> of lot. just a twinkle in <laughs> his eye uh, yeah. 1979 we've got all city away in cup i can't remember if it were fa or league cup it's a Tuesday night or a wednesday night i can't even remember that one either uh We've, we've had a look at trains, and uh, we can only get a train there. We can't get one back. So we thought, oh, sod it, we'll get, we'll get back somewhere. So we've gone. We've had a drink up before game, got in game, watched game, come out. And we thought, right, how are we going to get back now? Right, we'll get on a coach. Somebody will let us back. So we go to coach park, gets on a coach. They come round, the have count. Like, oh, there's too, too many on here. We're not setting off. So off we get. Gets on another and same thing again. think, so what are we are going to do here? We can't. thumb a lift. So my mate says, why don't we go around the uh, players' entrance like, and see if anyone can help us from club or home? So he goes around. We stood around there. Like, and uh, Big Jack come out. I think he were come out for a fag summer. something. Uh, now him Jack... <laughs> You can't help us, can you? We're stuck here. We can't get home. Uh, it had meant a train and it had meant missing out second half if we'd come home. So we gambled. We stayed. But Jack said, great right, lads, come home on team coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. no, you stayed stay We'll be out in a bit. So me and my mate stays there. Sure enough, they all come out. Jack, come on, get on coach, lad. Sit it back. Don't make a fuss. Just, you know, stay out of the way. So we get on coach, we get all sat down, and it, the old players get on and everything, all staff and that.
4: What players were at time mate?
0: Uh Bob Boulder, uh, he went new, uh, new keeper, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, T. Steele have been there. Anyway. One of the players, I can't remember who it were, says to says to Jack, what the frigging hell are these doing on coach? I and mean, he honest to God, he went and with me, he says, What are they doing on coach? He says, When you put as much effort into this team as these lads do, up and down country, watching them, watching you, then you're fit to come on coach and a shut up. Okay. anyway, coach sets off. We get halfway down. More to where wherever, and uh coach pulls up at outside this pub. So Jack says, "Are you coming for a drink, lads?" Well, we're we're a bit skint, Jack. Uh, you know, we're a bit skint. <laughs> now you're proper milking it, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it, lads. Get your sends in. Morris Set pay. So we thought, oh, well, what do we do with you? Right, sod it. Uh, sure enough, round drinks comes. Anyway, we had a couple of drinks with him and we thought, well, we're a bit like cheeky bastards here, aren't we? So we thought we'll go and sit on coach and wait for him. So we sat on coach, coaches pitch like, like we sat at back at coach. A couple of cars pull into boozer, like obviously been to match, all <laughs> calves on. So a couple of couple of them up, gets up on coach, like comes up steps, shouts out to us, great game, that lads. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thinking you're players. Yeah, I thought we were players because it obviously pitch we pitch black, like I thought these two <laughs> sensible ones who don't like a ever. So how <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how old
3: were you at the time then? It were uh,
0: 1979, so I'd be 18 year old. I was 19 later that year, like. We so, so you would
3: up and down country then you know following them everywhere, like, or like a rarity? Like?
0: Uh I started, I think it were about I've been to all, all matches. I used to go with we one set of mates to Hillsborough on one Saturday and then to, to, to that day like we had some other mates. Uh, but when I were old enough to go away, I was probably about 15, 16. So that nineteen seventy. 1976. But I think for three seasons, I never missed a match or more away. I mean, yeah. it was I like, we won twice, one season, once away at Blackpool on Tuesday, November fourth. 3- Christ, and away at Eric same year. We ne- well, I think it was year we nearly went
1: down. into took fourth. Sounds, so, sounds
3: like twenty twenty one. That
1: one, <laughs> two, two away wins. <laughs> well, that's it.
4: That, that story there is like I, all I can do is try and imagine it these days. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine it with Darren Moore and doing that with Darren Moore. But then at the same time, it's not even. The same, like that's Judge Holland. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely mental. Crazy. Anyway, crazy. so that would that would that would wave that story wasn't it that would class winning? it. So Graham's gonna come up, and now he's gonna be like, um, shit, because your story's gonna smash that. And then Andy's gonna come up. So Andy, you know, if your story were gonna be something like, you know, one day, right, I went to a match and I bought a pie and I had two pies, then just put the phone down now. <laughs>
2: that, that, that is my story. <laughs> that's it. I am want to leave the pie. Bastard that's not use <laughs> it. it.
3: He bought a pie half time. If it was steak and and kidney, and
2: it actually was a chicken tikka. That's it. That's my story. Done. I might as well quit the podcast now. That's it.
4: Well, well, anyway, Quentin, you smashed it. So you get that finger. You get that prize for having best story before they even tell us. I'll I'll send you a scarf. So, right, let's go with Graham next. Then Graham, you were telling me before you came on, you were saying, right. So I don't know what to do. I don't know which one to have. Like same as me. Let's leave it to one minute before we do this podcast. So even though we've said, can we can we settle on it? And then just not even know what we're on about. So, which one have you gone with, or two? Which two have you gone with? We've got time. We've got enough time. Well,
5: 2004, 2005 season for me was, and obviously for most Wednesday fans, was historic. Um, but yeah. pre-season started off on Ibiza for me. I don't know if anyone else went.
3: I've not gone, but obviously when we've done, when we've been speaking to some some players, Ibiza has uh, has come up a few times. And to all the Wednesday fans listening. Yes, I keep saying. I always said it's like, oh, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not,
4: not, not being gay, but I'm doing it again. How fucking sexy is Graham's voice, by the way? <laughs> Graham, you sound like you sound like a host, mate. You sound sick. So yeah, carry well, on. From Dan Saff. <laughs> <He's class>, mate.
5: <laughs> so yeah, um, for me, like copper beefer. My mate one has gone on all day to Ibiza, and I was just like, eh, it's, it's not really my kind of thing, to be honest. And then two days later, Wednesday pre-season tour of beefer come up. I picked up the phone. I was like, do you want to go, Gareth? And he was like yeah what what was the catch ah no catch mate you know Ibiza we're gonna do it you wanna do it let's do it and he was like yeah sweet booked into the Wednesday hotel with all the Wednesday fans and everything just didn't tell him so we get there tournament was amazing you know there was Watford Preston North End um, San Antonio and Wednesday and the main tournament like tickets for every game including the holiday price it was was fantastic and it was just beer and Wednesday in the sun there was nothing better really and uh at the end of the week, um, Wednesday got to the final, played Watford and lost on penalties. And Matty Hampshire had just come back from injury and um, missed the penalty in the final. And he was absolutely—he was distraught. And it just—it—it it sort of made you realise what football means to players when they're—they're they're that competitive. So yeah, we, we were just like, look, Matt, don't worry about it. You know, we, we're having a holiday. You know, it's—it's it's just part and parcel. You're back, and it's good. Just good to see you back playing, sort of thing. And he was like, yeah, we met with all the players afterwards on the terrace and just had a generally good holiday. Well, at the end of the week, they had a supporters tournament. So me and my four mates that were over there together, we were all decent footballers. And we were like, should we, should we enter it like, to, to represent Wednesday? And then we were like, yeah, we, it's seven aside. We, we need some more people. So we just literally, the four of us, went walking along the beach looking for lads playing football on the beach. So we had these two lads. This, <laughs> this lad that was about 18 stone. And we were like, he's kicking a football. He'll do. So anyway, we... We called him, nicknamed him Mulby because he was just like this fat, majestic footballer, right, basically. So we 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 took him and his mate, this Freddie Jungberg red hair dude, said, do you fancy playing with us in the tournament on Friday? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, why not? So we, we're like, we're one player down, we need another one. Um, and there was literally a girl in our hotel. We said, look, do you want to play football? And she was like, yeah, OK. <laughs> We were just, just like, clutching at straws. We thought she could just be a distraction on the pitch for us. So we'd just get (laughs) like, short shorts, tight top.
4: We should be great.
5: She might be listening, so I'm just going to say yes.
0: (laughs) She (laughs) might (laughs) be listening.
5: So anyway, so we we got to the tournament. Um, We were essentially one man down playing with this girl who was literally just running around the pitch, had no inclination of how to kick a football or do anything. So we're playing with a man sent off, basically, to start with. Drew the first game, drew the second game, and then suddenly something just clicked. And we we smashed our way through the tournament, got to the final um, against the Watford boys.
4: And Did we were like... This girl agreed to do this. This girl eh? agreed to play. This girl agreed to this, by the way.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played every game in this tournament. Yeah, she was, she, she was literally just running around the pitch, like, not having a clue what to do. So anyway, we, right. we, we, we get to the final against the Watford boys... And we were like, we'd watched them through the tournament and they were, they were tasting. We thought, yeah, we're going we're gonna to struggle here, but we've done ourselves proud. We got to the final, you know, and we're thinking, but the thing is, there's so many Wednesday fans up in the terraces still watching because obviously all the fans, it was a fans tournament, but not everybody entered. So everyone was still there getting their fix of football. So we went one nil up within a, a matter of seconds, really. And we were just like, right, let's hold on to it. From kickoff, they just dribbled through, I mean goal, dribbled through, nutmeg me. And I was like, brilliant, They're they're going to do us now. Short story version, we end up spanking them
3: 4-1. Um, <laughs> nice.
5: At an absolute cracking cracking evening, You know, there was a sort of presentation at one of the, the, the nightclubs. So we got the trophy, and there were so many Wednesday nights that were going, you've saved our holiday. You've absolutely saved our holiday. All of you, you've saved our holiday. And we were like, why? It was like, we're just a few lads kicking the ball around. You know? But it just made you realise how much and how passionate the Wednesday fans are and, and what everything meant to them. And... I mean, we didn't buy a drink all night. We, we literally, it was, the presentation started about seven o'clock and by nine o'clock, I was absolutely wankered. I couldn't see the trophies <laughs> in front of the face. So I, I was just like, right, I've got to do so, yeah. I said to my mate, said, I've got to go back to the hotel. I said, I've got to take this trophy back. We all had our medals and everything. I said I've got to take it back. As I said, otherwise I'm, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to end up losing it. I don't want to lose it, we've, we've done this. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm walking back, absolutely, you know, not in a straight line whatsoever. And all of a sudden,
0: we're No.
5: There. no <laughs> and all, all this, this this pub just starts roaring and cheering. And they're going, England, number one, England, England's number one, England's England's number one. I was like, Cool, who are they looking at? And as I turn around, they went, whoa! And I was like, Oh, it's me. And all these Wednesday fans have been watching it, like, come in, here, come in here, come in here, come in here, we'll buy you a beer. And I was like, Oh, yeah, right. So I've I've staggered in and just yeah, I've got managed to get the trophy back somehow. Um, but later that night, I'm in the hotel and I've, I've sort of sobered up a little bit. and thought I'd better go out and see if the lads are still about. Or well, my mate's in one of the local fountains. He's got a bottle of, fe- bottle of fairy liquids and he's poured it in the fountain. So th- there's this like this massive jacuzzi bubble bath going on out of all this fountain. All the Wednesday fans are jumping in it. The local rosters turn up and they're like trying to pull people out of the fountain. It's some sort of sacred memorial to a local god, like local priest sort of thing. So everyone's like jumping out. We grab hold my mate and get him out of the thing. Quick, quick, back in the hotel. So got them out. Anyway, that season, obviously, th- that was a memorable tournament for me in itself, just for the, the experience of Ibiza <laughs> and the football and just winning the tournament, coming home with the trophy. Well, I actually contacted Paddy Collins. Um, I contacted a few few footballers and um, contacted Paddy Collins. And he actually said, like, that tournament really didn't mean that much to the players, as much as they enjoyed it. And, you know, they they, they, they saw it as just any other pre-season really he said although the tournament was important to him it's not a medal or a trophy that means anything so he actually sent me his players medal and players pass from the tournament his runners up medal
4: so I've got got a a trophy and
5: everything here now
4: but yeah, sorry, mate, but like that, like, you know now, like with this, this is why, like me and James, like you know, you listen to the podcast, like you all do. That's listening, and this is why now, when you always message the same things, like I don't know, like you're passionate this and that, like loads of people do. You've seen yourself now, like I'm start looking at you. I'm just, I'm just smiling because you start you start talking about a time you went to mean, for Wednesday, and this is what it does. You know when we started doing this podcast, it was for that reason to get to vent if we're playing shit and and memories are warm and more and more and you like now nah, every week no matter how they played or whatever you're coming on you're telling these stories and you literally it sounds very like weird but you go to bed after happy after you know what I mean you're like you've had a good laugh yeah. and it's just sort of good to see that memories and never leave us we're left so you know what I mean? this season we're shy, but you've always got that IB front, you so
5: yeah and not only really that it just it leads on into obviously we get to Cardiff so that, that season, obviously, massively memorable for me. For You know, I was, I was, like, 19 years old at the time, and it was just like, this This is brilliant. You know, I let's know get this there
4: And I know where this is going. So they actually took it net, didn't they? No.
0: <laughs> 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 so, um,
5: yeah, basically, we, we get to walk about. I've left here, I'm obviously, down in Dorset. So I've left here at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning to get up there. My mate's driving, so I'm having beers on the way. Get to walk about. Everyone's in there. You know, there's people... Yeah. Um, checking some white powder or something on top of urinals and not quite sure what they were doing there that's not my kind of thing but anyway so i was like right just carry on drinking carry on drinking and then suddenly everyone went oh we're gonna get to the ground we're like oh what time is it they're like quarter three and we were like shit yeah we'd just been there drinking for so long so we're all legging it up the road to get to the stadium and there's a few coppers there so as i've gone past i've gone way and flicked his cap off and he's grabbed hold of me and he's like, gets his cuffs out. And I'm like, no, I can't miss the final, mate. I can't miss it. Please. I was just joking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he was like, no, no, you're going, you're going down, you're going down, so you're going down. You are going down son you are going down you do not touch a copper's hat. And I was like, no, no, please, just let me go. So so I've just literally just apologized. i picked up his hat, I've dusted it off and just put it back on his head. I was like, please, please, and begged and begged. And he was like, Yeah, just don't do anything like that to a copper ever again. I was like, No, it's cool, mate. It's cool. It's cool. Legged it to say, got in there just as the first whistle blew. So yeah, that was um Brilliant. A
3: bit tense just going Please. back to that abifa um you know trip and what have you i mean i was speaking to graham lee the the, the other week uh, and he said that like obviously there were, there were loads of new players weren't there that that season they were like yeah there were, there were loads, yeah yeah and he, and he said that that pre-season even though it were it weren't like a pre-season it was, it was more like a like a piss up and a you know, stag do and what have you mm. he said that it was like they were clever in what they did because it, it brought everyone because uh, it was chris turner weren't it yes yeah yeah he said he said he was clever in what he did because he brought everyone together and, and it was like a uh, team bonding rather than like a uh, you know fitness thing it was more, more like more uh, like you know bringing everyone together everyone getting to know each other i mean did you see some of the players out when you were when you yeah, were we, losing we, like
5: all the all the players were out sort of like one evening um and we chatted with chris Marsden for a little bit and he, he said this is the best preseason I've ever been on. He said he said it's, it's immense. He said it's just he said you can't you can't explain how good it is. But I remember we went to one of the nightclubs and Enoch me and um yeah. Richard Crestwell were in the club. And Shuon me was like proper like backstreet boys, all like white clobber giving it all this on the dance floor. <laughs> and Richard Crestwell was in there. I walked over to him and put my arm around him I was like, Oh right, Rich. He's like, Yeah, yeah, all right, mate. I was like, Yeah, I'm Wednesday fan. I said, why the hell did you leave? And he went, just leave me alone.
4: I was like, oh,
0: okay. Did
4: you want a beer? And Dick, can you do me a favour, please, mate? Like, I know you're a bit excited to be on podcast, but can you just calm down a bit and just, like, turn it down a bit?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Brilliant. Yeah, Keep alive, know. mate. I am, I am still here. Well, well, well,
4: mate, chill out. It's not your <laughs> time <turn> yet. <laughs> you, I've, I've,
2: I've <laughs> already told my story. You've heard you've it about <clears> the pie and... So. You know, Jay, James has
4: already spoiled the ending. I'm so, I'm so happy he's got a bit of banter. I'm right happy about this. Right. So basically, it's your turn now. It's your turn. We'll go back to Graham in a bit. The thing is Billy stories as well, none of them beats each other's, does it? Because mine were funny because it were just a stupid situation to be in. Jack Charlton, that's just a sh- mad, mad story. Like, mad story. And then you've got like the best holiday of your life, like what well, you never ever you never forget any of them. Obviously, my story is a tiny bit better, but we don't don't matter. We're not competition, so we're going to, um, we're, going to <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're
2: going to Yeah. Well, yeah. First of all, I'd just like to echo what Quentin was saying, lads. Honestly, like it's it's really like refreshing to a podcast. Like you, you, you don't pretend to be anything you're not. You don't pretend to be like journalist or anything. You don't. You know. You you, do, you just you just passionate fans that. Obviously, you're doing it for other Wednesday fans and like your interviews of ex-players, it really, really comes across as just like two really enthusiastic fans uh, interviewing players. And I think that's kind of what makes it what it is, really. So, yeah, Cheers good on you mate, for doing it. For
3: I'll slip you that five later, mate. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. You said ten quid before. Why, why oh. has it got a five it's,
3: well, it's, only, it's only a five now, mate. I've, I've spent too much.
2: Yes, yeah, so actually, mine's following on from uh, Graham's there about um, playoff final in 2005. To group in Harrogate, um, all uh, all my uh, through the years and stuff, I was the only Wednesday fan, obviously going up, get some absolute pelters, getting battered eight in, in the from Newcastle and stuff. It turns out, so when I got to sixth form, there was a lad above me in the year group who was a Wednesday fan too. I was like, oh, thank God for that, finally. Someone to... Uh, talk uh, to Wednesday uh, talk about Wednesday with and stuff so we kind of like kept in touch and my my stepbrother is uh, a good mate of his so I was kind of kept in touch from leaving school a couple of years seeing him on nights out and stuff and then uh, obviously I I said oh mate I was like Wednesday playoff final. I was like you know we need to exchange numbers and stuff and get ourselves down he's like "Yeah, yeah 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 so obviously exchange numbers and stuff I was got all tickets and stuff uh, we'd arranged to go down. Uh, we're, struggling to get, we're struggling to get transport down because I think all trains are booked. I didn't drive at the time. My stepbrother still doesn't drive. You should have just run, I... Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done, so. Sure. I don't, don't have his number. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin um, yeah. but um So yes, obviously got there. But it turns out the, the lad that um, I met on night, I'd, I'd, I'd um, been chatting to at night out, his brother not long past his driving test, so he's like, mate, don't worry about it. He's like, I've sorted my brother, ill drivers down, no bother. Uh, he's like, you know, give him some money for petrol, give him some money for doing it. He's happy to do it. I'm like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. So obviously, um, sent off from Harrogate um, about half past five. So me and, me and my stepbrother got to his house. Turns, up, it turns out he just rocked back to his house about an hour before he'd been out on piss. So, we li- I mean, literally had to drag him out of his bed. Because when we got there, we were like to, to his brother was like, "Where's Ash? Where's Ash?" He's like, "Oh, I'm still in his bed." And he got in an hour ago, so it's drag him out of his bed, so set off from Arrogate. He had the, so obviously 2005 before the days of like obviously satnavs on your phones and stuff like that. I think I had a crappy Nokia 3310 or something <laughs> like that, which by the way I'd forgotten to charge the night before. I'd plugged it in. And obviously, the excitement of going to Cardiff. The you need to
4: charge them night before. You charge you
2: charge them once a year, mate. Yeah, no, that, that was it. Why, if, if you play Snake? My, my year was up on it. So, yeah, obviously, we got on to switch plug on, and I said so my phone had died on way down. So, obviously, we're, we're following, giving this lad Ash, who was hung over, still half pissed. We obviously cracked open the cans of Foster's half six on way down. Um... So we get, were driving down, driving down. I thought, oh, right. I thought, oh, right. you know, obviously I didn't drive myself. Didn't have a clue where we were going, what we were doing. He was navigating. He had a licence, by the way, but he didn't have a licence. It got taken off him for, I'm pretty you probably can guess why. drink driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, which I didn't know at the time. I found that out in the car on the way down. I was like, oh, right, brilliant, brilliant. Right, we're letting this guy navigate. So as we're getting down, we're getting closer. Like, obviously, you know, like sounds to London. We're getting closer and closer and closer. It's like, lads, are you sure we're going the right way Yeah. So, 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 so it turns out we had, um, we're like, we've gone completely the wrong way. Instead of like, kind of like going down and across, we've gone down, down, down. And then we'd realised, and so my dad was uh, calling my stepbrother, and we were giving like that rough location where we are. So he was having to navigate us back up and down. So obviously it was about half one, two o'clock. Got to a service stage. And obviously we were all down for piss and food and whatever. Um, we had all... Because Preston West Ham was the day afterwards. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I was. I was I an hungry lad, but all, all the rest of them just needed toilet. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Preston, Preston West Ham um, championship playoff final the day after. And we got there, went in, and they were all pointing at the watches. It's like, nah, nah, it can't be that far away. Can't be that far away. The lads were like, it's like, lads, you're going to miss it. When I was like, ah, oh, no, they just wind us up. And I spoke to one of the guys, like, honestly, lads, you are going to have to get your foot down. So literally, I was like, come on, lads, I round them all up, jump in the car, and this lad, poor lad, that were driving us down, that only just passed his test, <laughs> he was, like, absolutely pelting it down there. So I think we, uh, obviously, we, like, we legged it in there. And I think, yeah, literally, probably about the same time as Graham got into Cardiff, What I honestly, what, all there, honestly, like, just legged it, legged it into the sea. So I think we pretty much just made it for first whistle as well. Absolutely did you, mad. Did you, did you think you were going to miss it, then? Oh, yeah, I was like, I was distraught, honestly, like, I was just like, lads, I was, like, can't believe it. So, so when
4: did you did... actually get into the ground then? 40 minutes before kick-off? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> yeah, t- t- turns out West Ham and Preston fans are just winding us up all along. Now, it, after I ran, pa- uh, ran past this bloke knocking a copper's hat off, I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've got so much time for that comment. That I, um, yeah, we, we all legged it in, and, yeah, and obviously... Yeah, so, yeah. obviously got in, obviously the match
1: was the match and yeah, just couldn't believe it, what, what what a day it was. Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, like...
3: I can beat that. Well, not beat you, but obviously when you said about missing match, I I did miss miss. I, I was going to say that,
4: James. I was going to say James. James gets there two hours early, but then just goes to toilet when when you got a penalty at last minute. That, that no, no, no Obviously,
3: yeah, they, yeah. They were that at court if uh, but when when I went to Coventry away, and no, you, know, you talked about Mark driving bus for uh, Park Hotel. Yeah. So uh, we we've, we've gone to Coventry away. I think it were. I'm trying to think what year it was. I'm sure it was 2006. I think it was year after we got promoted, and um, so we've, we've, you know, as as I said before, eight o'clock on uh, on on coach sets off, and we we stopped somewhere, you know, as you as you do somewhere. where, I couldn't tell you where. It was. I ain't got a clue. I think I were what 2006. I'd have been sixteen, seventeen years old at t- at time, and um, anyway, we got back on Boozer, got back on coach after Boozer and uh, we set we set us off now. Mark, I went with Sha- I went with Shannon. Uh, if you're listening, Shannon, hang up, mate, um, I went with Shannon. His dad's driving coach. So um, anyway, it's it it, 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 it sets us off and it turns down this little lane. And you're thinking, wait a minute, 52 seater coach. I don't, I don't think we should be going up this up this little lane, up this little road. He's got this like little Tom Tom sat nav. he not got like a. Coach sat nav or anything, it's just like a normal car, car sat nav. Anyway, he's going up this lane, he's like, you know, only just fitting 52 seater coach up it. And you're thinking, are we right way you or what? Anyway, gets so far up and it says left turn. But where left turn is, if you imagine like all well, houses are like right up to corner road and it's only a narrow turn and you're on a single track road as well, and you're like, that coach getting around that corner. And he's like effing in Jeff and Jeff. He's like fucking hell, you know. Trying to get it round, it can't get it round but anyway. So he has to carry on going up this road. Gets to the top, and there's a, a car park, but it's got height restriction on it, so he can't go in it to turn to turn coach round. So he, he, he then attempts this like 150 point turn in this 52 seat coach. Air brakes are going. Coach is going backwards and forwards, everyone's like, Roo! you know, like you know, all that one. He thought he would
4: chitty chitty bang bang that coach. He literally thought he could fly. Honestly,
3: literally. Mate, honestly. And then um, anyway, he, he can't get round. He can't he's trying to get round, but this is Charlie Van behind that's like stopping him from you know from, from getting round. So anyway, we obviously you know, me and Shannon sat at front not near front of the coach, goodie two shoes and all that, you know, not not no rowdy bunch. Next minute you hear like a it beep and emergency exits open on back. They've all jumped, <laughs> loads of them have jumped off. Next minute, they've picked up transit van, moved it down down str- down street, and they've jumped back on and gone, alright, lads, we sorted it. You know, so <laughs> coach then re- reverses around. Anyway, Good down down road. Off we go to Rico Arena, which is like just off a motorway somewhere, like most unscenic location in the world. But it's about I think it. We think it was like ten past three when we when we got in. Um, and that we. I'm sure that we game where did salt too many too many tickets and all. Because um, I can remember just being sat on the stairs because some bloke was sat in me in my well. Well, you don't sit at away games. It's all everyone stands up, don't they? But we're like Stuart, sure just like shrugging his shoulders like, whatever. So, everyone's just, just, loads of people just stood on, uh, stood on stairway. I mean, to this day, I, I can't remember what score we were or anything. I mean, uh, we can't have won because I'm sure they must have, must I'll have remember. I remember.
4: I'm good fit. Well, I've been to Rico loads of time never won. We lost 2-1. Chris Bunch scored a free kick to get a consolation back. We lost 3-0 when I went um, there
3: were one where we lost. I've been. I was looking earlier. We lost three. I mean, if this were it, I I'm, I'm, surely I must have remembered it because we had two men sent off. Wade Small and someone else got sent off in first in first half. And I, I think remember one, that
2: definitely. I remember. I remember sitting watching on uh, on Soccer Saturday and having two players sent off. And I was like, oh god, we're we gonna get a high. We were the
3: loop at the time. That, yeah. and then we ended up losing 3-1. Three, three, but I think Brunty scored. Um,
4: yeah, I'm going to say I'm sure. I'm sure that went down to nine men and Brunt scored.
3: Yeah, we i sure, Like I said, the thing is, I'm sure if that went game, I'd have remembered it. Like because that was a bit, you know, to have two men sent off. I'm sure I'd remember. But, but uh, maybe that happened uh, while I were late. I don't know. But that were uh, that one of ones where you know it's not your fault either to be to be late. I mean, I'm never late for a game. I'm always like Jamie said. I'm always early. I'm always like I always get there. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that stupid fan that stands there like <laughs> flapping everyone when I mean, we're doing warm up. But you know, yeah, yeah like, you are. Yes, you are. You're <laughs> the one that said we are the owl at the beginning having loads of photos, pretending to be kids. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my story about uh, being late. I'm just going to throw one out there. Like, what, what, would you, what would you guys say with like your best memory? Obviously, I know you've heard your, like, your story. All, I know of people,
4: all of us, all of us. All of us.
3: But, well, I mean, uh, for me, I, I thought, and I, I know we didn't win. But sometimes yeah, I know it, doesn't about, this. it doesn't matter about the result for me. Yeah,
4: like, we were just happy, weren't we? We were all Wembley. happy at Wembley. We were all happy at yeah. Wembley. We were just such an happy time. And escalate everything about it. when We were just an happy time.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell my little story about Wembley. I mean, when, when, for me, it was just that like, I don't know about you lot, but we drove down. I, we actually We actually parked on some bloke's driveway. We paid like... I think about two, three quid or whatever it were on this app to park on this blo- bloke's drive, and um, which were which were weird in itself. You're going down thinking, "Is this legit? Like, is this, like, is this what we're actually doing?" But we we parked parked up, and do like, "No Wednesday fans anywhere." we were like thinking, "Where the fucking hell are we?" Do you know what I mean? This is a bit, this is a bit dodgy. But anyway, got got to tube, and uh, the same again on tube. They were like, "No one there." Like they would look like I think they were one of a or two of the whole fans which that I think that were all of them to be fair on that uh, on that one train when we got off uh, you know is it Wembley way and started walking down and then we were, we are aiming for what's that boozer called that one that everyone everyone goes to what's it called now it, well, just outside grounds? ground is it called green, green mile green manor something yeah green so we were heading for there because I'd heard about it but I'm looking on Twitter or whatever, and everyone's saying it's absolutely rammed. I mean, I don't know. Did did, did you, did you lot? Were you any of you lot in there? No,
2: no, I think, um, and uh, I think what we've tried to get in because my the, the lad we met up with down there was trying to get in, but he was like, Oh, because he's meeting his mates in there, and they're like, No, no, we're not letting more people in. Yeah,
3: well, So, 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 we, so we, I, I saw that, and I'm like, said to because I went down with the and, uh, missus and her dad like, and we're like, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not going to go there, we're not going to get in. So <clears throat> we just walk through that little shopping precinct precinct thing, and then there's like a like a grassy triangle um, next to this Tesco's. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Tesco's here, let's get in there, let's get some drinks and what have you. Because it must have been about 12 o'clock at the time, like or 12, one o'clock. Anyway, Q was massive at this Tesco. It's all fans walking past, and he says, oh, there's an off-license just down there, get you sitting in there. So we legs it across the road, getting this off licence, and Bloke couldn't put beers in the fridge fast enough, honestly. Like as, as soon as he was putting them in, whatever he was putting in, someone would just taking them out. Like they were, you know, they were just flying out. I mean must have paid well over odds for these uh, for these beers, but didn't really care. Anyway, it gets on this grassy area and then coppers are walking through and they, you know, getting it all like, oh, shut, you know, need to move on, not you no, know, not drinking on here all this, that and the other. But honestly, it just, just like, filled up. There were more and more people. And it got to the point where, what, like 15, 20 minutes before kickoff, and they were absolutely rammed. There were flares going off. They were singing. Just constant singing. Everyone's getting even more and more pissed. And honestly, like... I was just like grinning from ear from ear to ear. I mean, I'll put some photos on for everyone listening. I'll put some photos on uh, on Twitter later on, and you can you know you can see. And if I'm sure, there'd be some people listening that were that were there as well. You know, everyone with tying flags to trees and everything. You know, Milan Mandaric flags and everything, and that 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 would just like for me. We're going in and thinking there's still a football match to play. You know what I mean? Like we've gone down and forgetting that there's still a you know playoff final to. To, you know, to take place obviously everyone we all know what happened uh, in the game but for me I know everyone says you know playoff final at Cardiff and stuff but the, the memory is even though we didn't win that game it was just such a such a good day you're just spoiled by the uh, mm. by the result but I mean they, they said did you, did you all go down down there as well
0: yeah, yeah we went there I was on that same uh, bit of grass as you we are we are yes. I, I, I got my beer out of Tesco's. <laughs> I'm
3: sure they were I'm sure they were stopping people from you, you can only get so much, couldn't you, or something?
0: You could only buy so much, yeah. Yeah, I think four cans or something ridiculous.
3: Yeah, but that way it, honestly with class, They everyone with Barry Bannon masks on and and all oh, that. Talking
0: about thinking there, James,
4: about oh. after match, back to Cardiff now, because if you haven't heard the podcast with David Lucas. Oh, David Lucas, is brilliant, he's such a such a funny lad, is not he? But yeah, with David Lucas. All I remember after Cardiff when we beat him, we beat on coach, and then going into the service station, and all I remember is like an elevator in the service station. with just thousands of wind fans dancing about, and all players coming. They stopped off at the same one, and I'm just on leaping shoulders, and that all, that's what Lucas said. He said he, that's what I can remember going to a service station. We had es- seen an escalator, and everyone yeah. partying, and that that day, that, that day, that's why now I don't. Obviously, we don't want to go down. Obviously not. But you don't even start a season with this COVID shit. Like, it, it sounds like an excuse or so like, that. well, yeah, of course you didn't want to go back. Like It's not the same. It wasn't the same. Like, playing in the Premier League against Man City with no fans behind us, it's just, it, we're all weird. It's all been weird. Everything's been weird. But if we go down now, which we have done, then I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. Like, I'm looking forward, if we can go to matches, to doing these. Look, look at our stories. All our stories are from these days. Like, that's where they're from.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, make, make memories again. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question around around. I mean, obviously, I know Graham. It's hard for you to get to summit uh, summit games or what have you. Although away games, that's probably your uh, that's probably your your way in. But what what ground? What what uh, what away trip are you? Is everyone most looking forward to uh, this season? I start with you, Andy. Then, what if you if want pick one one uh, ground to go to next next season? Or one team to play away. Which one are you gonna pick?
2: Uh, I, was, I, was, I was chatting to you guys um, before he started, started recording. My 11-year-old lad had already had his uh, penned in to go to Blackpool, have a, the lad's weekend away. Yeah, that's what but I was to say. Yeah, say. I didn't uh, want to say like at the that beginning,
4: but Blackpool, but Fleetwood is the only team that sit, that's banged next to it, so don't worry about it, mate.
2: That's the one. So now, he's been saying now, because obviously we, we watched the playoff final together today. And I was like, mate, that's our weekend in Blackpool, is that like, I'll if, go to Fleetwoods. his weekend in Blackpool this fucking 11. I am, <laughs> mate. You know, starting honestly, early, mate. Him, him, him and his other mate, he plays footy. So, obviously, I said we're from Harrogate. We moved to Thirst. His footy coach is a massive Wednesday. act, right? So, I go to games with him now. And his son is the same age as Bailey's playing the same team. Um, and, honestly, we just love it. Love it, like, win, lose, draw, like... So, yeah, they're the, the they love.
4: I do not think you've rate once Wednesday to get to Europe so you could go to Prague and Red Light District and all this.
2: <laughs> oh, I But, but by, by that time, probably instead of being 11, there'll be about 51. <laughs> by that time, that probably happens. Hey, he's, not, so, he's
3: not going to Blackpool for football. He, he's, he's not bothered about that. He's just going for night out. He's going for a <laughs> hey, yeah, no,
0: jumper.
2: <laughs> you, I've
4: got fake ones by my nose. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Go on then, Graham. Which away away trip this season? Which one you're probably going to be? Which one you think? Oh, I'll, I'll go to that one. Hillsborough.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's it's a ten-hour round trip for me, so it's, it's just like away away day really. But um, yeah, I mean, local to me is Portsmouth, sort of you know hour and a half drive-ish. So yeah, I've I've, not, I've been to Fratton Park outside. I've never been in yet, so that's the, that's the one I'm going to look forward to really. But the trouble is getting tickets because it's just impossible.
4: Yeah, no, not, not, just not just especially quinton He'll get in touch with Charlton's.
0: Yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> word me <be> a man. <laughs> that's <laughs>
3: uncovered. That, that's uncovered, isn't it? That away end. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: there's not many of them. Is although saying that it is, there's a few in uh, there's a few in League One, but yeah, you don't you don't get many of them. Like you get absolutely piss wet through. Friends in Portsmouth, myself.
4: But I can't honestly think of a worse away day than six-hour drive down to Portsmouth with no roof, and then do definitely be as definitely be as. That is six-hour drive bike
3: me and used to go to every away game every home and away game for like years and years and years and uh, there were one that you tell the story of is um actually westwood it it was no, plymouth away um on a tuesday night like december the 4-0. One, whatever no it got game got called off but it got called off when they got there so they set off on, you know, whatever time, two o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon, or everywhere, 12 to, to get down to Plymouth on a, on a Tuesday <laughs> night. That sounds like a great laugh to me, that. Well, as you get there and it's like, they got, got off coach, um, yeah, waterlogged of pitch, off you go, turn around and drove back again. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. Do you know what I mean? Like,
4: you're, you're, you're away there, mate. What are you looking forward to? If you were going to go.
0: Uh, probably. Take time. Probably Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, last yeah, time yeah. I for Lincoln were probably in seventies, and uh... it was the worst final. It was a worst
4: final ever, weren't it, in League One? Lincoln and Blackpool, the two best, like not far away. Good nights are to be playing each other in final. It's a shame they couldn't fucking just not both just lose. <laughs> I
3: know, I know. Yeah, I mean, go on then, Jamie. Which one? Which one are you looking forward to then? Well. There's only three I have been to, but I loved it. When I went to MK
4: Don's, I loved it. Because MK Don's, right, it's like <coughs> in the middle of nowhere. And after Milking Don's, where should we stay? Let's just stay in a little travel lodge. Stayed in a little travel lodge, right, close to it. We've beat we beaten 4-1, or 4-0 everywhere, when Melis called that trick. Made a good mood anyway. And we've gone in there, and then it's just literally in this in this little travel lodge thing. It was another girl there, that another girl's party or something, and it was just full of girls again. And we stayed in this travel lodge and went to this bar where they told us to go. And it was just a great nice bar in the middle of nowhere with loads of sort nice little to do a guy in a live guitar in the corner at room and that just playing his little music and I was pub abroad and all that. And it was just the best night ever. And then at this bar, they're like, "Oh, come and stay. You can stay upstairs with us." There's loads of room. This woman who won't pub you was lovely, and she'd always messages us, "Are you coming back down? You coming back down?" And now we can't go back down. So yeah, MK dons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> For me, I, I, I've no, I, I've no. I mean. Any of them, really, are going to be good, aren't they? I mean, probably Accrington-Stanley, just just because, I don't know, just because it looks like a, one of the like, proper tra- traditional... That, that's enough, James. That's ground. enough. You've told,
4: you've told your story now. Right. So... <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but, yeah, Accrington's got to be got to be mine. After, uh, but, yeah, like I said, any, any of them for me. Um,
4: so any of them, then, yeah? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So has anyone, anyone else got any... Uh, Memories or stories that we've got, Quentin. You must have some more, some more stories to. Uh... Graeme has an all.
4: Graham's got another one. But you you James, you know, before we did this, we said, didn't we? We said, right, that like we'll have a few people on. I said, let's have five on, ten minutes each whatever. There's only three of us, but it, it it goes that quick. We've been on thinking out. We've been on over an hour now.
3: We have. We've been waiting for you for one of those So uh... we've been on. A, we've
4: been on. Over, we've been on over an hour, and it's it, it goes that quick. <laughs>
3: I know it does. It's it's, it's amazing. Like just just listening to all stories. So go on then, Quentin. You you go next.
0: Yeah. all i are going to just say is I think the best weekend I've ever had watching Wednesday. We're uh, 91. Uh, obviously, from cup final. We yeah. went up trip from town. Uh, we went down. I think we left Sheffield nine o'clock Saturday morning. We had weekend in Southend. And then obviously took match and then after match we uh, stopped off in bed way back. And it's a wonder I'm still alive after after that video. I think I pissed up by about eleven o'clock on that first Saturday on way down on Gorge. Yeah. Do you know
3: that game? So going going down going into that game against Man United, did you did you in your wildest dreams think that we were gonna win?
0: You've always got that little feeling at back here, but to be honest, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I still don't believe it now. Nah. Yeah. I mean, but...
3: When... And got another, another one, so obviously when, when we watch it back, you hear on TV the dink, don't you? And everyone calls it, you know, John Sheridan, the dink goal. But did it sound like that in ground? Because I don't think it did, did it?
0: No, no, it, it definitely didn't sound like that in ground. I mean... It was just absolutely mental when that went in back and Absolutely mental. And that rest that day was just absolutely mental. But, but
4: when it waddle, when it waddle, that like, scored that free kick against United an extra time at
3: Wembley. That
0: were, 90- that were 93, yeah.
4: Yeah, but yeah, but James, imagine this, right? Me and you, right, our age. Imagine this now, right? We're at Wembley, semi-final against Sheffield United extra time. And one of our midfielders just bangs a fucking goal. It's not even imaginable. It's not, We can't even imagine. Do you know what I mean?
3: Well, it were not extra time, were it about after about Three, four minutes, weren't it? Oh, yeah. three,
4: I don't know why I've got that from them, but either way, three, four minutes. Extra,
3: we scored an extra time to win, didn't we, Mark Brown?
4: Well, Whatever, James, the whole point I'm trying to make is, I like, imagine that now. Like, not even not even being in the semi-final at Wembley, against United, scoring anything. Like, it, oh, I can't even imagine it. I, I've I'm literally, I'd have just got all my mates that day to just go to everyone's house and just rob everything while everyone were out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we were there then as well, Quentin, for...
0: Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Yeah, and and for the two uh, losing finals as well. Yeah. Graham Graham would have been
4: there, but you were playing playing for Manu that day when he said, "Could go
3: in goal." <laughs> and it was still it was still in a, was still in a for just uh, practicing for the next seven aside tournament.
4: Graham, the other story you've been about earlier, tell us about that. Well, I've got I've got
5: a few here to be honest, but I I pick it pick and choose a couple. Um, going back into two thousand four, two thousand five season is quite relevant, obviously seeing Daniel Pudil was retired today. Um, decent servant for us, and as well as Chris Brunt's retired recently. And um, I remember the 2004-2005 season. Um, we were playing Bristol City away. Um, we spanked them 4-1, and the whole place was buzzing. And the City fans were absolutely fuming, and they're all walking out. And some lads giving it all the big into Chris Brunt, and he's on the touchline. Brunt he's just turned around and levered the ball out of play straight into this guy's face, knocked him flat out on the floor. Paramedics are onto him, and everything. all the fans are trying to clamber onto the pitch. It was mental. But yeah, that, that was that was hilarious. But yeah, I mean, what certainly he was for us, Chris Brunt, you know, so somebody, it, it, it's all almost the Adam Reach sort of level back then, the, the wonder kid with the left foot.
3: Got it going from what middles weren't right? at Chris Turner just plucked him from absolute nowhere, along with yeah. Wheeling as well, and then Reach
4: Reach was as well. Reach was from him, and all that's weird. But yeah. you're touching on him, Padil, Graham, because he listens to all these, and he really is right. I can't explain. He's the nicest kid you'll ever speak to in your life. He just honestly he'll message it, me every, every time I put an Instagram story, he'll put a message me. He'll message me saying do you want some boots for your podcast? Do you want this? Do you want that? Is there any Raffles I can ever go into? He's, he's, he's honestly the nicest kid ever. Great, right, right down to it, a great nice kid.
5: Definitely can concur with that, Jay. Because um we went to Prague a few years ago, we went to watch Slavia Prague versus um Pribram, FK Pribram or something like that team was. And I messaged Pudo because he was playing for um like slab at the time. And I said, "Do you hold like open training sessions?" Because it was about forty minutes from Prague, and I thought I'd pop down to an open training session and watch him. And he was like, oh, "We not do. It. We don't do sort of open training." Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it is what it is, sort of thing. And and that's that sort of. He, he sort of stayed in touch. And he said, oh, "I hope you enjoy your holiday and everything." And um, he ended up sending me a Milada Boloslav shirt, one of his one of his match warm ones, which I've got in my, my shirt collection now. But what? Yeah, what a top guy? He is he really top is. Guy.
4: And he, 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 he loves Wednesday and all. He lives here in Sheffield with his missus. They've just had a kid again, What wherever where it the game? I don't remember game or what, but they literally, he's just the happiest kid ever. He's like, he goes to the other day as well, actually. Ice hockey, I put someone to do ice hockey and he's going, I'm going to take you to ice hockey when I come back to Sheffield. Like, he's just the nicest kid. Like, he really is the nicest lad ever.
3: Just want, you just mentioned your shirt collection. You just want to tell everyone, I mean, I, you just have to a, a few shirts to finish your collection off, aren't you, Graham?
5: Yeah, man. I mean, I, I support, started supporting Wednesday, sort of, I was a Spurs fan, so, I was oh, young. Oh
3: dear, if i have that, I'd have not invited you on.
5: Let, let me explain, let me explain the situation. <laughs> edit, edit that bit out. So, <laughs> my uncle was a Chelsea fan, I was young, impressionable, knew that I could wind my uncle up, so I was like, I said to my mum, I said, she's from London, I said, who could I support, the wind-up uncle Trev? And she was like, well, Arsenal, Tottenham, um, I was like, well, who plays for him? And at the time, it was like, Gary Lineker, Paul Gascoigne, Goodney, and Pat Vanden Howe, Eric Torstvet. And I was like, yeah, I like, I like the sound of that. So I was, I was a first fan. So World Cup Italia 90. My mum and dad have taken us on holiday to Yugoslavia. And we met a family from Sheffield there. They're all big, massive Wednesday fans. And um, I sort of started then watching the World Cup, really sort of paying attention. I was like nine years old, paying attention to like, the games and watched Chris Waddle and I thought, oh, what a player he is. Missed the penalty and felt really sorry for him. then a couple of years later, obviously signed for Wednesday this family stayed in touch with my mum and dad and invited us up to Sheffield and they said, we've got tickets to go and watch Wednesday play. So, saw them beat Everton Everton 5-1 at Hillsborough Um, and I was just, I'd only ever been to the you know. and there was like 19,000 there or something. There was 30,000 plus, I think, at Hillsborough and and, yeah, and I was from then on there, I was like Wednesday, like through and through, that's that's it and weirdly enough, my daughter's first game at Hillsborough, we beat Norwich 5-1 as well so it's just like... (laughs) What
4: mad results to have for that? You know, then I'm just trying to touch on that, Graham, because think about it, right? Everybody's said this, I'm sure you have. You remember at school, like, you know, you used to be a Tottenham fan. I can remember at school, like, who do you support? And I, I support when, Wednesday in England. Like, <laughs> did anybody use the that? Who do you support Wednesday in England? <laughs> like, you were going to support Spain or something like that. But, but yeah, that was, it, 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 it's just little things like that, in it? That yeah, with you. you know what? I support Wednesday now, so I'm going to buy a little collection.
3: Yeah, like, so what, like, shirts, what shirts are you still, uh, if you've got nearly all of them, then, yeah.
4: you? Yeah, like, like I say, I started sporting 92, 93,
5: so I'm trying to get every one of the shirts that we've ever had since 92, 93 season. Um, I'm missing about five or six at the moment. Um, some of the tough ones come by, like the Black Azerbaijan pre-season one, we walked, I think it was against Northampton or something like that. Um, so yeah, there's a yeah. few I'm struggling with, but I'm trying to get a different name on the back of every shirt as well. So, like, some shirts I've had, um, there's a lad called Jeff Hatcher. I don't know if any of you know him lives in America. He's a, he's a massive shirt collector as well. And um, I had a Peter Afferton match-worn shirt, but the green, you know, the green Sanderson one. Yeah, um, yeah. And he had, he had a Ross Wallace one, the, the black and blue Chancery one. And I really wanted that shirt with Wallace on the back for what he did for those playoff seasons. And I said to him, I said, look.
4: Great. And what is it with it, though? What is it, mate? Like, with, with his collection, right? Because I get it. Like, I get these Pokemon cards just because I used to love it when I was little, things like this. But... You know how much money they're worth. You know how much money you spend on them. Is it just having it for yourself, knowing they're there, or eventually you're gonna when, you, when your kids grow up, you're gonna let, pass it on, or do you want them to sell them to to because in 20 years. They, this they're they can make a, literally you're talking thousands and thousands. I've seen what you've got. You, even now, even now, I'm 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 saying now you you make 30 40 grand off shirts you've got.
5: Yeah I mean it, it's one of those things It's like I've, I've not not gone on show anywhere they they're tucked away in a wardrobe and they're just just for me for my personal collection really but yeah my my daughter Megan she's sort of massively getting into Wednesday now and we went to the Brighton away FA Cup QPR FA Cup and she got Julian Borner's shirt given to her by Ash Holland um after the qpr game and she she literally slept in the car all the way back but stinking a sweat and she was just like yeah it into <laughs> it." absolutely loved it so yeah that's that's in her collection now and she's got it in her heart she she loves coming to hillsborough um so yeah it's, it's kind of one of those things that eventually will probably be passed on to my, my two kids um then it's, it's tax-free inheritance really and they can do what, what they want if they want to keep the collection going they can do if they want to flog it on and buy the first house they can do that it's, it's entirely up to them
3: we're, say, we're saying that like my my, uh, you know, daughter and he, she's uh, she's three, and then Freddie was six months old. Saying, I'm doing the same with them, but buying every year a shirt, whether they like it or not. You know, my daughter she might not even like football when she's when she's older. But she's having one until she's until she's like eighteen year old. And here you go. is eighteen years with her. Well, hopefully, we've got some uh, some good memories from them uh, from them years, but yeah,
0: every.
4: But you know what it is these days, James. What it is these days, like you know, when you you don't think about things like that. There's no there's no internet. There's no eBay, so no one. There's no even thought process about this. It's an old shirt. You throw it or you pass it down to your, your mate or your little brother or whatever. And Pokemon cards, stuff like that. Like one or two people have fought to save them. Like it's just like even if you fought to or not, it's little things like that. Like now. You know what things will be worth in future. Or this might be worth that. Back in they weren't like that. Like even not the Nokia thirty three ten run about earlier, weren't they? Like they go, for, they go, they're going on eBay for three hundred quid. Them like stupid. Do you remember them little rubber ones, them little rubber knockers where you used to pull off. You pull pulled up and you could see. And you used to throw them against the wall and go look, they don't break. Look, they don't break. They're going for five hundred pound on eBay. I've seen them.
3: Yeah, go on then, Quentin. You must have uh, you must have a Wednesday shirt from uh, from from a few years from a few years back.
0: Well, I'm gutted because I had I bought I went out and bought the one for, for Wembley, you know, the one that that had Asda on it you've got the Rumble's Cup final one on it. And I just wore it and wore it and wore it and ended up chucking it. I just wish I'd worn it for the day and put it away. But yeah. The... Well that's
3: the thing at the time you don't realise the like everyone's you know, got
4: but... that one shirt. Mine would have white Napoleon's Casino one. White away Napoleon's Casino one.
3: I'm what, the saying, it's it's a, sponsor's
4: put and sponsor just ended up ripping off no I did no idea they actually didn't but I just my, my, my nan and granddad. because I used to live when I was younger they used to let me wear it three days before because it came out and they was sell out wherever they used to let me wear it for bed every night like before I went to bed they used to let me wear it every night before I went to bed I was obsessed with it that white Napoleon's Casino one do you remember it? yeah
3: creamy
4: yeah. white one
2: yeah, I think I've, I've got a quite a load in, um, in Loft as well. Just doing, like I said, just in a bag, just Yeah, just load season, Yeah, Do you and seize. Just get them out of
4: and Andy and send them to us. Yeah, just send them to us. <laughs> me, <Andy>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favourite one. Right, all right then, favourite shirt. My, my, mine, what I got off eBay, really cheap, 34 quid or something like that. The, the blue third strike, third away kit, chuppa chupps one, the light blue one. That's my favourite. Really? Yeah, I love it. I'm obsessed, it. I absolutely love it. Can you, remember, can you all remember it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like it's like pale blue. Yeah, it's like light, like, it's like light blue. Just a, just a plain shirt, light blue shirt with old badge on it, the proper badge, proper shiny material, isn't it? Yeah, proper shiny material, old badge, proper badge, and white stripe down side it and then a big chupa chups logo in it. I loved it, and then my granddad, because he was shipping out for my granddad, he was like, "Yeah, you know why he's sponsored by chupa chups? Because you always get licked." <laughs>
3: <laughs> my my best shirt, favorite shirt, has got to be the old the the black with yellow pinstripe Sanderson one the that's away it. the away one that look that one where looks class I think that's re- reason why it's favourite one my dad had that shirt and he just wore it all time at all time like playing side football everyone
4: has a name when you sell that shirt Chris Bart Williams comes to my head Who comes to your head
3: uh, well, no probably one. probably no probably like Peter Atherton or yeah someone like that I don't even know if he wore that.
5: It does because I spent £450 on a match for one Peter Afton shirt of exactly that one recently so he
4: definitely did <laughs> 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 yeah, well, yeah, but, uh, you're Andy bought Andy bought one for £500 quid because Bob Liam's on it so we're whatever <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> go, on, go on then Gray. Which one which one's your favourite out of your collection then
4: yeah
5: I mean that one's up there because the simple fact that was my first Wednesday shirt as well so that's that's up there but my favourite one I've got in my collection is um, you know the Emerald Green Chopper Chups one you know, it's like our fourth kit yeah. that season. I've got yeah. um Richie, hum- uh, Richie Humphrey's match one, um, from that. Uh, so it, it really just because the rarity of it, it's just you just don't see it at all. That's that's probably my favorite,
4: and that's why I think that's why he's such a lovely guy as well, James, because he's sending us that. We, we, we didn't, we didn't don't need to send us that shit, but he's doing it for us because he's a nice guy. <laughs> the
5: no, only yeah, thing is Royal Mail have been losing a lot recently, so you know, if it doesn't turn up, it's not my fault. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: That no, they yeah. actually have as well. Because uh, in fact, I'm not even telling you what it is because you can see it. So, go on, then, Andy. Um, God, I, probably. I don't know why. I like when I was younger. I used to wear do you remember that um, orange away kit we had. Obviously, like carbon, veggie blinker kind of. That was uh, a
3: weird material. It was almost like a fleece material. That one, wasn't yeah,
2: it, it was weird. But I think honestly, I think, I, I, I think that the summer that year, I don't think I ever took it off. I just remember, oh, me and my mates always oh, used to play down and uh, the field in the back of our house. That said, and that's probably the, either that one or the kind of Decan, you know, the, the home one. I think the Terrace, have you seen the Terrace? They do a lot of re-releases. They're, they're kind of like Decanio era, blue yeah. and white home shirt. And that one as well. Yeah, that's kind of that. the
3: big, big Puma logo. In the, in the yeah, logo yeah. In the yeah.
2: story about the Orange Sanderson one. I bought it off eBay.
4: 50 quid or something like that. And when it comes, when it comes, I'm speaking to this guy on eBay. has going, yeah, I don't want it anymore. i got it for my birthday, blah, 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 and all this, to celebrate my birthday, and I'm, I need money and all this. Didn't didn't put photos of back on top on, obviously. And he just said, Big Dave, 50. <laughs> <on eBay. laughs> Big Dave, Big Dave, 50, right? And I messaged him, I went, are you taking piss or what? Like, I'm I'm 30. I'm not going out. I can't wear it for a start. Like, anyway, so I sold it back on eBay for fucking 51 quid so something. Made a quid off it. Anyone Big want this Dave. retro shirt with Big Dave on
3: mic? I must. I must admit. I, I was looking on eBay and I saw one, and uh, I'm thinking, why is this only like twelve quid? This Wednesday shirt, like what, what's what's up with it? Then you go through pictures and you see on the back, it's just got like seven, just like a really crappy number seven. Just just on back in like oh, a really
4: streetwise sports yeah, soccer Yeah, really
3: shit, Really shit fond. and you think he's just absolutely ruined that shirt. Like what, what have they done? Trying to sell it and all. Go on then, Quentin, your favourite shirt.
0: I used to like. Do you remember the old silver he used to have with, and he used to have uh, these black. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah he used, used, to to like. used to rub
0: him. Used to rub them, didn't you? Because he used to go, yeah. Now I've got that right. In
4: fact, I've got it right in front of me right now, at the bottom of my bed. He said, bottom of my bed, the Napoleon's Casino silver one.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they changed with the temperature, didn't the they? Comes to mind. Yeah. that shirt
4: and Lee Peacock. Lee
3: Peacock. Yeah, it's amazing. All these memories come, but now you think of a shirt. And it just brings back all these memories, doesn't it? Like games or players or or stuff or stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, right. I think we're gonna uh, wrap it up here, unless anyone else has got any more stories to tell. Or
2: Andy, I'm sure Andy has. Oh God! Well, I just some some of what James was saying earlier before, just like oh, no, so right. not, <laughs> jo- I was joking by the way then. But yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, so I'm just that like, recently, like I was, Jim. Jim, we played Preston a few seasons ago. Uh, One or that last minute goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny just because like I was, I went with my my girlfriend. She's a Middlesbrough supporter, but she came with me and. My lad, he, obviously, E.K. came as well, and he was whinging off the last five minutes, like, can we go, can we go? I was like, no, 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 no. we always score late goals, They always score late goals. And I was just like, and then obviously, like when it happened, obviously, like, it was massive scramble in the box on it, and we each leathered it in.
4: Yeah. I think
2: I ended up about 10 rows down, and like, we got obviously, battered, like,
4: got didn't we, Andy? We got battered, you're, like, literally
2: oh, battered. And the thing is, though, that that was quite typical of that season because we'd had a right result at Newcastle three days, four days before we played brilliantly, and then we were awful against Preston. But someone managed to dig out a result from nowhere. I can just and, remember yeah. the, the commentary from that from that game. It's like going and Bannon, yeah,
3: reach, reach again, reach. I
1: yeah.
4: was <laughs> yeah. watching it. Oh, the I think Chris, Chris Kamara. And he's good. They have daylight robbery, Jeff. Daylight robbery. they don't win this game, which chances have had that? I can remember watching it.
3: Yeah, that, we, I
2: mean, we, we we still talk about it now, like when we're playing footy in the park and stuff. And he just it's like, oh, every, like every week I'll get. Oh, do you remember that time when you ended up five zeros in front? I'm like, yes, yeah, so I do. Yeah, we forget it. Well, yeah, but it was just like this. Like I said, we've been we were awful, and just how we managed to get some out of that game, I'll never know.
3: Brilliant, nice one. So yeah, I said just want to uh, just want to wrap it up there. F- first of all, thank you for coming on. Like obviously, like. I've been smiling for the whole the whole time yes, recording yeah. this. It's have been... you enjoyed
4: Have you enjoyed it, you three? Like Seriously, that like, sounds weird doing it, like, sat talking, but it's, it's good, isn't it? It's like it's nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it's nice. brilliant. It's nice getting together and just chatting yeah, football. Because, you, you know, like you say, when well, you
5: haven't had have a chance to get in the grounds, you don't have a chance to chinwag with people you normally chat
4: to and stuff. So That's what we have off a lot of people. All these people in America, all these different countries, that's what they said. They say it makes us feel like we're at home when they listen to podcasts. It makes yeah. us feel like they're there, involved, that reals.
3: Yeah, brilliant. So yeah, I said thank you for coming on and taking time to speak to us. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll do something like this uh, again because um, you know we'll see. If you, know, if you have if you have enjoyed it, then please uh, please let us know. And if you've got any stories to tell, like the stories that we've heard, if you can, anyone could top Quentin's uh, Quentin's story, or if anyone could top Graham's you know going to, going to her or nearly missing or perhaps, or, Andy's, yeah. or Andy's going down to Wembley Stadium. No, Andy's pie story about his uh, you know chicken tikka pie. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any other stories like that that you want to tell us, then let us know. We'll do something else like this in a couple of weeks' time because uh, it's been uh, it's been really really good. So yeah, thank you guys, and uh, yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see yeah, cheers next. for
4: coming on. Cheers for coming on, all of you. Cheers, yeah, cheers
0: guys.
1: days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
1: For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
0: Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.